Hey guys, and welcome back to Just the Tea Podcast with your host Riley and Jack. Awesome. Today's guest, we have Professor Horner. Uh, say hello. Hi. Cool. All right. So, Jack, what do you want to talk about today? What do you want to ask? Why would I not expect anything less from you? Just say hi when we ask you to say hello. I expect okay. nothing less from you on that one. But welcome to the show, obviously. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, we're very happy that our class is being very quiet so we can do this today. I'm very appreciative of that. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Are. But um, I guess the real question is, why did you become a professor here at SCAD? Well, it goes back a little bit further. But the big thing about uh, being a professor here at SCAD is more the fact that I was really interested in being a teacher. I had a lot of really good influences early on in my life. And then when I was at VCU and John Tyler up in Richmond, Virginia, uh, I'd been there for a few years. And they suggested, hey, Maybe now is a good time to start looking some places. I threw in an application at SCAD, and next thing I know, I'm moving down here. Oh, good. And not nice. failing me at any of my design classes. You, you've made it so far, but yeah, you've somehow. made it on your own merit. So Yeah, fun. <laughs> I don't Anyways. have to say on that part because <laughs> I know I've just been doing whatever he's been doing. So I made it this far. There you go. It's always how it goes. Yeah. So to go to go more into background, um, the question I have for you is that you are you are a color theory professor, but you do a lot of your artwork with paper and mostly in black and white. Yes. Um, can you tell the viewers why? That that's a really good question. Um, so there there is the. Uh Short answer of I really enjoy paper art and really enjoy being able to work with that kind of medium and see what it does and how it interacts with light. Or there's the longer answer of having had a really miserable professor when I was younger who uh, ended up <laughs> oh, yes. getting me um, very disinterested in color in art. <laughs> the color red, to be specific. Specific, yeah. yeah. The color red was uh, anathema to me for quite some time. It was... Mm-hmm. Uh, Apparently, red is only and exclusively communism in the opinion of that professor, but we're not going to go too far down that road right now. Right now, anyways. If you want to ask him about it, you guys are more than free in your own time. Yep. But just don't approach him on the street because that'd be pretty (laughs) weird to say, like, like, hey, so communism, right? (laughs) I do speak easy. (laughs) Yeah. I guess, well, I guess another question is we always have these conversations after class, but how are you feeling about Star Trek now? Oh my god, okay, so Star Trek, absolutely amazing right now. So one of the best things about it is that with the uh, new revamp of the Kelvin timeline and the revamp of the Picard timeline, there's some amazing things going on. Also, I think that a lot of people don't give Discovery a lot of credit, but I think that they're doing a really good tie-in with that. I've noticed that, too. They don't give it any credit I know, it's such an amazing show. Um, And I think that, uh, especially right now, they're starting to deal with it. If you look at the showrunners and how they're approaching the concept of society and structural issues within the community, you really deal with it really well in Picard. He's starting to face off against things like racism, social interactions, exactly. things like that. It's absolutely breathtaking. And I like the mix in now because like now you have the other part of like how the Kelvin timeline split off. You now have what happened on the original timeline. Exactly. And you're starting to see the ramifications of it and you start seeing exactly why the ship went back in time in the Kelvin timeline and everything. And that was absolutely amazing. And then just all the different things that are going on with it. And also some of the tiebacks also back into TNG and then backing into other shows. Um, And oh my God, did you hear about what happened with um, um, uh, Captain Kirk? He's not going to do it. He's not coming. I know. He's refused that. And he got into an angry argument with them. He's like, oh my God. Like, like his argument like reflects like what he wanted to say to all the reporters and like generations of the movie when yeah. he was on the B and it's like it's, Oh yeah, he was not just, he was not having, it. Not having like, it. Do you have and any comments here, Espresso? Um 
None whatsoever. I'm actually enjoying the conversation like being like happening right now. Yeah, I, if, just in case y'all are wondering, his, his, he has a spaced out look. Yeah. Uh, He's just been looking at us like we're insane for the last minute. That's okay. You uh, look at us like that every day in class, professor. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just sit, yeah, I sit my desk every day. I'm just like kind of zoned out all the time, monotone. Yeah. Only, or for like really? splits, only for seconds. Really? Only for certain seconds. That's very fun to admit to your color theory professor who came on the show voluntarily. For only for a couple seconds. And then every because you'll if you ask him, I Jack Jack and I are very, very loud and very <laughs> I don't know. Ex, I don't know. I guess you could say outgoing, but I'm not sure that's the correct word. Or in the class. If uh, the picture meant a thousand words, we take a yeah. picture corner right now and put it on our Instagram so you can yeah. see the We just call it annoying. I think that's the best way to describe us in the class, but it's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Back to the new topic at hand. Yeah. If we had to put you on a ship, what ship would it be? Oh God. Okay. So um, that's a toss up for me. Uh, the uh, Defiant class is really spectacular. I love that one. That's oh, my favorite. Like, if um, I had to choose a ship, it'd be me and Worf all day. Oh, I know. On that oh, one. Oh, man, the Defiant is absolutely spectacular. It's the fact that it's um, just this rattling death trap that's just barely being held together. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, however, really, honestly, my fallback is going to be the D, the big D, the Enterprise the D, because, good God, there's nothing better than a ship that's exploration only. And the fact that it's one of the largest crew complements in the entire fleet. It's like a thousand plus, including their families. Actually, Actually, it's more than a thousand plus. So um, it's a twelve hundred crew complement yeah, with right. possibility of going up to twenty five hundred on standard. Um, with a max, I think it's something like three thousand yeah. when you really get. And then you have the lifeboat feature. I know. You can saucer separate, as we saw in Generations the movie. I know, and they did that a couple times actually. Um, it was uh, not just Generations the movie. Very they, first episode of Next it, Generation. I think first episode of Next Gen, they uh, split the saucer section yep. um, because they were dealing with Q and they yep. were dealing with uh, 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 Q. My uh, now that that was a very Actually, one of the things that he talked about is that he played it as though he had a crush on Picard. And that was an amazing thing because they did such a great job of playing against each other. The unrequited love aspect of yes. that was entirely insane. And then, you know, Picard steps up and made him like, Q, we need you. Oh my God, that's always the awkward part when he has yeah. to like reach out to Q and go, Q. It's like, oh, why? Why did you have to reach out to them? And I like the inclusion of almost every series after that. Oh, I know. And like his son come in? I like, know. In Voyager. The, the Q continuum <laughs> in the crazy. Voyager series was absolutely perfect. I think that they did it as a uh, good service as well in um, uh, DS9 because they didn't yes. really get overly involved with it in DS9. They just oh, did yeah. a couple episodes, really just briefly, and then they just stuck with it with Voyager. And I like how he kind of messed with them in Voyager, but also the, the ramifications of what it is to be an <laughs> infinite life form. Like that yeah. idea of like how like the psychosis of that. Oh, yeah. And then you have the age old question. Kirk or Picard? Oh man, Picard all the way. I, I'm not a I, I love Kirk. Kirk is amazing, but Picard, hands down, he's a uh, an amazing uh um uh, scientist, he's an amazing theoretician, he's an amazing military leader. He's Don't forget amazing, the archaeology aspect. Uh, I, exactly. Life, yeah, archaeology all the way. Um whereas uh, Kirk now, okay. This is one thing about Kirk that everybody gives him a hard time about, but on the other side of it is that he actually isn't, is he's always look, like listed as a womanizer, and he's not technically, if you watch him in the show, it's something that gets chalked up later, and ironically, the womanizer aspect is something that actually got placed on Kirk 
because of Shatner. Yeah. Shatner was the one that had the issues, and yet that <laughs> ended up showing up on his character. Um, it's crazy. I and know. then now you wonder why he doesn't want to come back. <laughs> yeah. Well, the fact that he was an absolute lush and couldn't remember his lines probably didn't help either. No, doesn't help. But yeah. I actually knew somebody who knew him, and, and they said that it was very difficult to get him to go to conventions back in the day because he, they, they had to dry him out. I've, I can tell. You can tell. Oh, yeah. But uh, I think that's all we got for you. Thank you for your time. All right. Really Gentlemen, thank you very much. And, and you guys will be ready for Tuesday, right? Sure. Yeah. Mm. Totally. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. I'll do it in clean on so we get an A. That works. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's this Thursday. Um, oh, that's Thursday. That's right. Oh, well, I thought it was for this one. Okay. I didn't Heart. say this one. It's your presentation. Heart breaks right there well thank you for your time professor we really appreciate it we also appreciate the class for being real quiet while we did this part guys thank you very much for being quiet you guys can talk if you want and welcome back yeah sorry about that rambling goes on a little longer um we went on for about maybe 20 minutes after class yeah we had to just just now crease up the edges a bit finish everything up yeah but now we're back yep obviously so um, I guess I'll ask you, Riley, um, since yeah. I kind of talked about one last episode, we'll talk about it now. Um, if there was a movie in your respective field or in any movie you want to remake, what would you do? Um, for animation-wise, I think I would want to redo the first like Toy Story movie because I, I do enjoy it. I like the story and everything about it. It just needs, <laughs> to, be, it just needs to be polished up because when you look at it, it's all, it looks very clay and it looks a little robotic. Yeah. And I think like those areas can be fixed Definitely, and make it make the whole product look a lot better. Um, besides that, there that was like because it's such like an older movie. I would have wanted it to be you know redone or you know remastered by oh, yeah. Disney or Pixar um, because I think that now would be like the better best time to not necessarily re-release it, but like have it like just touch it up a bit. Yeah, kind of get some new stuff in there. Definitely, just don't live action that. Nope, if you. If you get Tom Hanks to dress up as Woody, I will I will drive to California. I will walk if I have to. I will I will crawl on my hands and knees to Pixar. I will say, Mr. Lasseter, you need to stop. <laughs> please. I know Disney owns a lot of stuff, but you got to do your own thing, please. You're, yeah. you're, you're just killing me. Yeah, this live action stuff is getting a little out of hand. Yeah, I don't like it. I, I didn't like Aladdin when it was – re-release as live action did not like will smith as genie those are some big shoes to fill and yeah. i it's just like it, it's never it's never gonna be the same give him credit though he tried he he tried he tried yeah he, he he tried put effort into it that's that's all i can say he, he he put a weird twist on like the genie character and was it was very cool <laughs> yeah. but like it, it was like oh it's like genie if he was in like the 21st century and that is absolutely hilarious. So you know how today earlier, Riley, that I was talking about that I lost my umbrella? Yeah. I think I just found it. Yeah, where is it? It's under Professor Horner's desk. Oh. My God, I was soaked twice today, and I just found my umbrella under Professor Horner's desk. So did he take it from me? I can only we assume. We just had him on, and I I'm going to find out now that he just took my umbrella from me. I can me. only assume that. We're going to have some fighting words next yeah. week. That is not cool. A strongly worded email to him. Yeah, no, that's going to Apple, by the way. Yeah. I have been trying to get us on Apple, like, for the past couple days, mm -hmm. and it, it's just not – it's telling me that it's been submitted for review. 
to get on there. And I'm like, okay. But every time I go back, I don't get any information on it or anything. So they're not telling me anything. Yeah, which is so kind of weird. It is really weird. I'm like, you've already, you said you were, it's already been reviewed. And I'm mm. like, so are you going to tell me why it's not validated or why it is validated? Or like, when are you going to let me know? And I just haven't heard anything. So I'm going to have to make a strongly worded letter. Yeah, I've never been ghosted by a major company before. But if I was, I'd, I'd definitely prefer it to be Apple. Just yeah, I mean, personally, personally speaking. Yeah. I mean, what can I say? I mean, I'd rather be, I'd rather be that than like, you know, being, being ghosted by, you know, I just say, you know, the headmaster of a, of a, of a university or something <laughs> like that. Like, the, you know, the president of a university. That'd be really mm. weird if that I kept be. on like sending emails. Yeah, that, that'd be really weird. That'd be really weird. Um, but good thing that's not happening. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Whatever you do in your free time, Riley. Yeah. Whatever you do. Yeah, I just chill, write emails to random people. Fun. Yeah, just kidding. Uh, I don't. <laughs> just kidding, guys. Come on. That that that's that's called a joke, I think. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, besides all all that <laughs> going on to uh, Professor Horner, we'll make what we'll, uh, let's take him for example. What makes what makes him a good professor? I, I think he's a very outgoing person. He is a very outgoing person in a class, and he's always excited about everyone else's work. Yeah. No matter how much people hate their own stuff. Yeah. Let's face it, we're artists, we hate our own stuff. It's fine. Yeah. It happens. Especially me. I, I, I refuse to I'm it's firewood now. Like yeah, oh, definitely. chilling out behind us is definitely firewood. Yeah. But he's always like pushing people to do stuff, which is kinda nice. Especially, like, he pushed us to do the podcast. Yeah. It's so, like, here we are. Occasionally. Oh, occasionally, for sure. But yeah. at least, you know, he's very, like, he's always into it with the class. Yeah. He's always acknowledging. He's always out there talking to everybody, making sure everyone has their is getting a portion of help or is getting to talk to. So he's always out there outgoing. Um, he makes the class fun. He definitely enjoys conversation with the students. Uh, that's a big thing with me. Like, if you're a professor out there, if any of them listen to this, which by God, I don't think anyone will. Yeah. It's a professor, anyways, other than yeah. Professor Horner himself, because he's on it. Yep. If Professor Horner, if you're listening, you know, you can share this with your professor buddies. You know, yeah. Well, you're like cool kids. Yeah. You're like your cool school kids on the block. Yeah. Just, but, just like, you know, just say, hey, my students or my past students uh, made this really cool podcast <laughs> that I helped them with. And then you'll get a good confidence boost right yeah, there and they'll, and they'll feel great after, yeah and they're you're gonna say man you should totally listen to it they are just two kids that talk about art and stuff and how they like their school yeah yeah <laughs> we definitely like it here. yeah it's not bad but going back on to how professor horner runs his classroom and stuff i mean he does a really good job yeah it keeps everyone engaged uh his demos are always fun because we get to plug our podcast very shamelessly. Yeah, it's, like, it's very enjoyable. Yeah, it's always fun because everyone gets kicked out of it now because it's become like a class joke. It's very, very, it's very cathartic for me. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like it builds up throughout the entire class, and the moment I'm able to do it, I just say it. <laughs> I'm really happy. That's great, but I mean, I would like the professor to keep engaging with us the whole time. Yeah, like not just telling us to do book work all the time. Yeah, I've had was it professor's last quarter. That would say, okay, you have this do this, 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 and do, and they would never just like come around. They would just sit like they sat at their desk, and I was like kind of annoyed. I was like, how are you gonna like help us out if you're just gonna be like sitting at your desk for most of the time? I know, and it, and that's what, what kind of like annoys me. And it's just like, well, this isn't this like 
your job? <laughs> like, aren't you paid to teach us while we pay the school for you to teach yeah. us? Yeah. Another and on the other side of the spectrum is like teachers who are like overly active throughout the class oh, yeah. that like look over your shoulder like every like, two minutes, like like the ones that don't know personal space. Oh, definitely, they're like really, really close to you. Like yeah. they, they could be like nudging elbows with you, and they'd be like, "Okay, well, you uh, I see you still haven't done that. You still see you still haven't shaded in that area yet, or haven't colored in that area yet." And I'm like, I just I, I literally just rolled up the paper and I just started sketching, and they'd be like. Yeah, but you should totally shade in that area. I'm like, okay. Okay. And they come back literally 20 seconds later saying, oh, I see you haven't shaded that area yet. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I am I'm, don't know what you want me to say. And that's crazy. It's like um, our classmate, um, I think, Sadie. Yeah. Like, didn't her professor, like, write on her thing? Yeah. And, like, marked her points off for that? Yeah, it's just like, oh. Like, I was like, hearing that, it was like. It's like, is that even allowed? Technically? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think you should file a report for that one. Like. You should, you know, bring your grade up because yeah. it's like, oh, you know, remember when you wrote on my paper and or wrote on my uh, my project? Yeah. I was like, you know, they're gonna say no. They're gonna be like, oh, 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 really? Really? <laughs> That's crazy. I also, that. mentioning Sadie, by the way, she made murder puppy. Yep. Just a, it's a it's a it's a it, dog with yeah. a knife carrying a knife, but it's literally like our one of our favorite things to talk about in class now. Yeah, it's a it's a design. It's not like a yeah. real... It, it's not a real thing. No, it's no, no, not no. a real thing. It's not a real it's, creature. It's a design. And everybody's like, thinks it's so awesome. Like It is. Like, and you can get stickers and t-shirts. Just go find and talk to her. Yeah, She'll definitely. Look you up and like get you a price on them and stuff if you were looking out for them. I think I might get one because it's just oh, cool. Oh, definitely. Let's see. Let's see if we can find her Instagram so I can plug it really quick. So <laughs> Yeah, you work on that. But she's like she did a really good job on it. And I mean... I just wish I could do something like that, but I'm a film major, so I'll do all my work behind the camera. <laughs> do you, um, actually, on the note, I'm actually going to start uh, working on some stickers and other products for our oh, podcast. Fun. So that I'm going to get some, you know, get some cool apparel, espresso apparel, uh, Earl Grey apparel, and just the podcast apparel. Yeah. Um, actually, if you want, you can act. You can talk to us on our Instagram. Yeah, at Just the Tea Podcast. Yep, and reach out to us and say like what you would see or which one you'd like the most. Yeah. Possibly, um, you know. Yeah, just kind of. Also related to the Instagram, ladies and gentlemen, we pulled our first person off the following in order to get yep. onto the podcast. Yep. And um, congratulations to Vinay in our class. He was the first person to be selected to be on the show after spring break through that podcast oh definitely so definitely because we're already booked up for the next two podcasts we got a couple people coming they're going to come on the show talk to about a bit yeah people from the game talk about their major talk about what they go through um a whole bunch of cool stuff but congratulations to you Vinay. if you're listening at all or if one of your friends are listening tell go go tell him good job yeah he's definitely going to get to come on and talk about it so whatever he wants yeah and Vinay's like he's like a really cool guy he's very yeah. very cool around the classroom uh has oh, a lot yeah. of cool things to say Oh, sure. And if you guys didn't know uh, about Riley here, Espresso, yeah, he apparently plays the guitar. I thought I told that to everyone. <laughs> like, he never really, like, mentioned it very much until, like, he came to class today and just played the whole time. Yeah, because I was, like, I, I really had nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. And I know if we had to record anything, it would be the interview. Yeah. And I was really, you know, like, just waiting. And I... I remember like That's talking funny. to you last night. I was like, uh, "Man, I got to create the the the, the intro song, the intro theme." 
and I guess I'll bring my guitar. And you're like, bet. I'm like, all right, okay. Bet. Just bring it. <laughs> all right, and I did. And like, is he going to say no? Like, just bring it. I mean, like, was it? Professor Horner had been like. <laughs> he yeah. sat, like, right across from me. He's like, nice. Nice. The whole time. He's like, good song. Good <laughs> like, song. Like, the only time I, I actually heard him, like, not like a song is, like, not Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, that <laughs> was like, that's, like, apparently a whole bigger thing you can't i swear to god like as a, as like a guitarist if you like speaking from personal experience if you were to play stare at heaven you'll get kicked out of <laughs> guitar shops i i kid you not yeah, i've I've, I've been on that end i've been kicked out of one guitar center like ne- like near my house <laughs> because i wanted to see i wanted to play it and i, was, I just started off and that was like the i don't know 10th or something song that i learned and i was like you know what, I'll just play this because I really want to hear what it sounds like on the guitar. And long story short, I didn't get the guitar, nor am I allowed in that store anymore. So, because wow. I played, they don't like the song, dude. It's so annoying and so because so many people play it. Um, but like, I read into it too. Like, the reason it became so annoying is because it was one of the easiest songs to learn. Yeah, and it and also has like a very catchy, like, little... Exactly. So, like, every one of the guitar shops just playing it to, to test the guitar and see how well it sounded. Like, I'm not a musician, but... God, I'm not a musician, but I'm just saying, like, I've read into it. I've seen it. And I'm like, that's crazy to get kicked out for it, though. Yeah, definitely. It's like a weird like, It's a weird would, thing. You would think you would want business. Like, I worked in retail. I, I still work in retail. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. two and a half years. Like, we want your business. We don't want your attitude. Oh, de- dude, I've been on that end because uh, I live like a little – I work at a little – I guess you could say, like, farm stand back home. Okay. And we had to, like, carry these giant, giant bags every day, like, 50 to, like – 120 pounds fine and oh dude it's the best on your back oh my god <laughs> oh, yeah. spa treatment um but every time they're like i remember this one customer and it was they were just getting like hay or some crap like that and they're like so um not to rush you but i'm in a rush like no rush oh yeah I and like people. what the what do you mean like i'm doing the work for you yeah no they, you can be doing this you'd be hurting yourself but nope i'm here yeah, my favorite story to tell me was like back at Old Navy when I was working one day. Um, we had just started training some new people. So this guy comes in because his daughter had just came in and got a gift card or something, like on a return, some stupid stuff that went yeah. down. He comes in and starts screaming at my associate. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what's going on? Yeah. And he's, he's like screaming at this girl who just started. And I'm like, what's going on, dude? And he starts screaming at me. And I'm like, I'm like I just looked at the associate. I'm like, are you all right? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, go. Go take your break. Go do something. Yeah. I'm going to take care of this guy. I walk up and I'm like, how can I help you, sir? And he just screams at me for all five minutes. And I'll just sit there. Yep. I'm just sitting there taking it. That's all you got to do. And then dude. like he finishes like, what are you going to do about it? I said, sir, are you done? And he's like, did you just ask me if I was done? I said, yeah, I did. Are you done? Can we talk like adults? I mean, I'm 18 mm-hmm. standing here listening to you scream at an 18-year-old. Yeah. You just screamed after a 16-year-old who just started working here. Yeah. And now I'm going to ask you, are you done? Because I'm trying to be polite here. Yeah, it's but- – I'm not gonna let you scream at some girl who just started here. Yeah, it's like speaking from speaking from experience again. It's it's a very weird feeling when a customer yells at you because oh, yeah. then you you basically take it on yourself. Like, oh, I guess I I messed up because yeah. because like customers are like the lifeblood of any like business. Exactly. So when something bad like that goes down, you're like, oh, like oh, I'm, like I'm uh, you're like you feel bad in a way. Yeah. But even when it's, like, not your fault, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, I felt bad that she was getting yelled at, but it was a literal easy fix. And if you would have just asked her yeah. or asked me about it instead of screaming, like, yeah. we would have fixed it for him, no problem. We wouldn't have had all this 
stuff going on with him, screaming at people and whatnot. But I literally asked that man, are you done? And he was like, what do you mean, am I done? I'm like, are you done screaming so we can talk like adults yeah. and I can get you out of here with Be what you mature want to and, like and he And like, he calmed down. I'm like, it's nice that you calm down. Now, what is your exact problem? And he told me, and I'm like, that is a two-button fix that you just screamed at that girl for. I'm just like, you just screamed at me and that girl for like a solid 10 minutes of your time for a 20-second fix that gets you out of the door. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's something really like, – I find it really weird that you would – Spend a lot of time yelling at someone when you can just talk with them normally. Exactly. You can have like you can still be angry and still be furious, but yeah. you have to like keep your composure. Like we're still people behind that yeah. register, guys. Like I'm sorry. Like I don't care what anyone says. The customer's not always right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I, in I my opinion, like from what I've seen, the customer's not always right. You can swear up and down you're right, yeah. but when I'm told the store policy. And oh, that's definitely. what it is. Like, you're not right. Yeah, and definitely. I'm going to try to tell you in a nice way that you're not right. But, yeah, like, there's only so long that that can go. Like, I've had people yell at me for times and times and times. And, like, I just sit there and I'm like, okay, all right, you're done. You're done. You're good. Yeah. Like, you got it all out of your system. And then we talk like adults. But you got to remember, like, that's when that's with someone who's patient enough to let you do all that. Yeah. You find one person who has an attitude that day and does not have the patience for it, they're going to snap back at you. Oh, definitely. And you're going to blame the company for it. But then again, like you have to remember, you are screaming at someone who probably doesn't have the knowledge like the higher up officials do to fix something like that. Yeah. Like that's like a company. Like people always come yell at me at the pricing. <laughs> Even the clearance stuff that's like 99 cents. They're yelling at me. Why is it not cheaper? Yeah. And I look at it. I'm like, first of all, you're on about something that's 99 cents. A yeah. dollar. Yeah. And if you add tax to it, it's a dollar and seven cents maybe. Oh, darn. Like, oh, no. Like, you're getting a T-shirt for, like, $1.07. I don't know why you're yelling at me. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. then you're going to scream at me for it. And I'm like, I don't control what the corporate price of stuff. If you got a problem, call 1-800-OLD-NAVY. That's right. <laughs> call 1-800-OLD-NAVY for your complaints. <laughs> I will not lie. I've gotten complaints about me. But that's just because when people yell at me, I always ask them, are they done? And that's when the whole problem happens. Fair enough. But, I mean, still – if you talk one-on-one -on -one with someone and they're nice about it, yeah. and, I mean, I can get where you're annoyed and angry. It's a new person. Yeah, they, they can mess up. It's fine. Just come in nicely and talk about it. Don't come in screaming like out the top of your lungs. Yeah, I think on that note, whenever you need to get something done, it's best to do it, um, you know, thinking ahead to what you want. Yeah. Because you won't get anything out of a conversation or anything at all if you don't think of, like, the consequences of what you do. Exactly. So when you – do all these things and you're so angry at people you don't really pay attention to all the things that could happen because you're you're so involved in like your own like in yourself that you don't yeah. pay you aren't paying attention with the things around you so when you say the things and then you realize like oh crap i probably shouldn't have said that yeah it it, it comes back to bite you really fast exactly and I was fortunate enough to work in the tourism business and the retail business, and my sisters were fortunate enough to work in the food industry. Okay. So we're a very, All right. very well-rounded family. Oh, clearly. Like, my dad and stepmom work in the hospital field. My yeah. mom's a teacher. Yeah. Like, we're a very well-rounded family when it comes to jobs. Oh, my God. Yeah. So we get to experience all sorts of people. Yeah. So, like, it, it, it's a big difference when you come in nice and talk to me. Like, if you're going to be coming into my store, and I'm working, and you're gonna come up and ask me nicely and politely, and you're nice to me. I'll be right nice back. I'll make sure you get the best service. I'll even try to cut you deals, and I'll get you out of here. And that's that's the goal. We want your money. Mm -hmm. So if you're nice about it, 
And if you can find a way to cut them a deal, I always do it because mm -hmm. that's, I would want someone to do it for me. Now, if you're coming in screaming at me or have some sort of anger attitude towards me mm -hmm. or anyone that I work for or work with, why on God's green earth would you think I'm going to be nice and help you get a deal? Yeah, of course. I'm going to do my job, but I'm not going to be nice and try to help yeah. you get a deal. Treat treat others like the way you want me to Exactly. Them. It's like a nice, easy thing. And anybody out there that works retail or anything like that, do not take that shit. Yeah. Do not take it, okay? Yeah. Absolutely do not take it because you do not have to. You can go grab a manager and walk off, and that is perfectly fine. Definitely. I have seen people do it before. Definitely. I've had people come I've and grab it. me. Yeah. Like I always tell people, don't go grab a manager. Just come grab me because I will throw some sarcasm back at them and get them out of that store immediately mm -hmm. because I'm always the mean one who has to kick people out. Yeah. I've actually been on the end where it wasn't my fault, mm -hmm. but they thought it was me. They thought I was oh, like a yeah. kid who, who did it. So I'm not I'm like I'm not definitely like I'm telling like saying names. Yeah. Maybe later in a later episode. No, yeah, just kidding. Maybe later. And <laughs> maybe later. No, just kidding. Um, but the story goes kind of like this. Uh, I just started working there, like a good like six months, maybe in a year. And I remember this kid uh, who who just started like a week week prior. Uh, he loses his ring in wow, like loading a car. He loses his ring in the trunk of a car. And he was like freaking out the entire day. And then the moment he's like realized like, like, oh my God, I lost my, it was like his girlfriend's like ring or something like that. Oh God, so his girlfriend that's got not him a good. Ring. So his girlfriend got him a ring and I was like, okay. Uh, they weren't like married or anything. There was like a date. It was like a promise. I think it was a promise ring. Yeah, that um, sounds about right. Yeah. So he had left it in the trunk of this woman's car and he freaked out, did no work that day because he was too worried about his ring. Hmm. Um, and then when the lady, like when the woman came back, she was furious that she had to come back. She was so upset. And my coworker who was at the front counter was like, oh, I'll take you to the, to like who you're talking about. And she brings her, her to me. And I was like, I don't know what you want me to do. I was, and I was like, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. Yeah. She's like, just, just, just play along. Just do it. And I was like. All right. And this woman like was furious. I didn't have, I had no idea how to like deal with that. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. And the woman had held, held nothing back. She was like, I, I drove 45 minutes from here back home. Like that sounds like an exaggeration. I'm like, okay. Like, all right. Until I realized there was a, there's a ring in my car. Only found out it was your ring. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's, I'm, I'm like, I'm very, very sorry, ma'am, but I See, can't. like, if I was in that situation, I would probably say, I don't own a ring. Yeah, but, like, I couldn't, I really had nothing like that. Like, I was like, I'm sorry. But, like, 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 I'd be like, I'm sorry you're screaming at the wrong person this whole five minutes, but I hope you get it out when you actually find the real person. I, 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 I literally couldn't do that. I was more like, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to say it's me so that the other guy doesn't get in trouble and doesn't get fired. Fun. You didn't get fired, did you? I didn't get fired, no. Yeah, that's good. And because they, they knew it wasn't me. Oh, that's they, fair. They knew it was the guy who left his ring. And I was like, oh, well, I'm sorry. And she left. And she was like, the nerve of some people. Like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah, I'm that's like, not cool. that's not even – you're not even the person to say that. <laughs> yeah. I've had that happen before. People are like, I can't yeah. believe the service I just got here. And I'm like, I just treated you with utmost respect that an adult deserves. Oh my God. It's, <laughs> so, it's, um, it's unbelievable sometimes. Yeah. 
Anyways, to get off the topic of retail, because yeah. that's just a whole different subject. Oh, definitely. Um, I guess I'll ask you this time. You yep. asked me what I think a class is like and yeah. should be like. Uh, what do you think a professor should be like? Um, uh, I think having like a good professor goes along the lines of having someone who is just as excited about your work as you are. Because without right. that impl without that like key factor, it makes the class very boring and very tedious. Because then you're like doing all these projects yeah. that they're like they have to assign or something like that. I know they can design their own like their own lesson plans and all that. Yeah. But even then, we don't have like an engaging lesson plan for that matter. It makes people you know lose interest and they don't pay attention in class, and it just makes it a lot longer than it has to be. It just makes the whole like going to class process a lot harder. Exactly. And like here we take two and a half hour long classes. Yeah. And if you were sitting in a drawing class per se, mm -hmm. and your teacher just sits at the desk and assigns you stuff. Yeah. And you're sitting at your like your nice little um I forgot what that's called. Uh, easel. Easel, yes. I only take one drawing drawing class. Okay. I'm a film major. I don't need to that's take right. any more. I got a B in it and I'm done. I got my B. I kept my four, my 3.0 and above, keep my scholarship. I did my job. I'm done withdrawing. I'm done. Oh, good. But like, it would not be fun because like Definitely. I hate tedious stuff and I don't want a professor sitting over there telling me what to do instead of coming over and like correcting me if I'm doing it wrong. Oh, definitely. Cause like, it, I got really lucky with my draw teacher when I had her. Yeah. Miss Choi. If you get a chance to have Professor Choi, take her. She's really easy and very nice and will go behind you and help you and stuff. Mm -hmm. She knew I was a film major. She knew this was what I wanted to do, but I still managed to get to be in the class because she helped me out. Mm -hmm. Like a lot. And I went to her extra help session and stuff. She was really nice. She helped me out a lot. So if you can get a teacher like that, I guess that's what you're looking for. Someone who's really interactive with the class. Yeah. And she like moved around for one's easel and like talked to them. Even yeah. my roommate, who's an illustration major, who probably should have tested out of Draw 100 anyways. Yeah. But you know what? He did his own thing. He did all of our projects twice. He well, redid them. He had enough time. By the time it took me to do one, he did like two or three. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like that. <laughs> yeah. Neither am I. At Qual, by the way, the man. Man, the he, man, the myth, the, the man, legend. The man, the, exactly, we call him that. The man, I, the myth, the legend. Yeah, our Doc Mason squad. Yeah, like all of us, we call him the man, the myth, the legend because, like, like when we see him, mm -hmm. he sometimes talks, he sometimes doesn't. So it's okay. like, is he really there? Ooh, ooh, I like that. <laughs> but I see where you're going at it with the professor thing. Yeah, I think sure. I think having some like like going off what you said, someone who's generally interested in like seeing you be better and yeah. help and helping you throughout the class definitely makes the class worthwhile. Because I I can I've heard it so many times from like my friends down the hall from me. Oh my my professor doesn't do anything. They just like they just assign stuff and they don't actually explain it. Oh yeah. That's like another thing. Like when a professor gives you a bunch of these projects and they do their best to like explain it and you don't like understand it, just go ask. Yes. Just just go ask. There's nothing wrong with going to ask. Like like we're at an art school. Ask questions. Yes. Because if you don't, you're not going to. Graduate from art school. <laughs> and all that money will be for nothing. I know. $200,000 in student debt. Oh, my God. That's what I want. Can't wait. Yeah. Might as well. Hey, they always said, if you're going to do it, do it big or go home. Yep. I never thought it would be this big. So Neither did I. Yep. Yeah, let's get off of the debt the topic that yeah. we're going to have for years to come. Um, but I don't know, man. I mean, I, in, I mean, I like having a lecture teacher who is involved, too. Yeah, like our um, Professor Mason, Dr. Mason, mm -hmm. she was uh, always involved because mm -hmm. like every day we would put something up on the board and like we would always like draw it out before she got there. Mm -hmm. And that way we showed like we're actually learning. Mm -hmm. So like we would name what it is, 
time period, what it was made of, yeah. who made it. Oh, and, yeah, that like, long list. That, like that yeah. whole long list of stuff we put on the board. Mm-hmm. And like she enjoyed that so much because like we like showed we were actually learning something. Mm-hmm. I don't think a single kid failed her test. That's always good, man. To my knowledge, yeah. I don't think anyone failed her test. Oh. Because we were always engaged in the class. Okay. <laughs> to my knowledge. I was like, to your knowledge. And meanwhile, there's like a, there's like three kids in the <laughs> back, like, like, I don't get I it. Don't get it. <laughs> yeah. There's always someone like that. But yeah. I don't I don't think so. Our class was really cool. We all stayed in touch too. And yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about how she's still sending us emails that are meant for her current classes and not us. Yeah. So apparently we're all scholars or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty funny. You never know. Um to go off like the idea of lecture, uh, because I have Anum, was it 190 right now with okay. Professor Asadi Lari. Maybe I might get him on the podcast. Maybe. Okay. Um, uh, he's a he's a genuinely like an interesting professor mm-hmm. with the way he teaches. He's uh, he used to go or he used to teach at uh, RIT, uh, and I believe his background was that of like engineering. Oh wow! So he has a lot of like technical animation, and that's yeah. kind of the field I want to go into. So it makes the class very interesting and more engaging. Cool. So when you like, when you have a teacher or a professor, for that matter, or wherever you go to school, like having a teacher that has similar interests as you makes it worthwhile because then you have then you feel like you're having a more personalized like learning experience. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like uh, my Phil 100 teacher this semester, um, Professor Stanley, I'm having him again actually next semester for 115 pre-production. Mm-hmm. Um, I recommend him to everybody because he's a well-rounded, he was a producer for a lot of short films, documentaries, and stuff like that. Nice. He's um, very still active in his field. He's still, he loves teaching us because like we get to go learn from him stuff. Who is banging on the window? I think oh, someone's banging on the window. Oh, I think it's someone upstairs. Uh, someone above us banging up there. Yeah. Uh, get the broomstick. Yeah. Thump up there real quick. I have my guitar, but I don't think I want to hit that. I don't think you want to hit that. Yeah. Um, we'll just talk a little louder. Yeah. I guess that's fine. That's you want to interrupt? That's one interrupt you. Yeah. But Professor Stephen Stanley is an awesome dude. It mm-hmm. was really nice to have him this semester, um, especially the when I was doing our producing book since I got picked as a producer for our short film. Yeah. Um, he made it very clear what he wanted. He made it also very easy to do it. Yeah. So like making an expense report stuff like that was pretty simple yeah. and easy. And he was always like available to help. In case, and he also gave us extra credit opportunities by actually going to watch a movie. You go to watch a movie, you write a half a paragraph or a half a page, you're done, you get extra credit. Yeah. Uh, now, I didn't get to go because I was stuck in Horner's class. Okay. <laughs> but I can tell you that he offered a lot of opportunities and he was a really good professor. And I hope next semester I might get him on here so we can talk to him and stuff and get like going, man. Yeah, definitely. It's I like really cool. I like how every time we say we've said Professor Horner, I feel like that's just like a, a you know, like a game. Guys, take a sip of your coffee. Take a sip of your tea every time we say Horner. Yeah, every time Horner's name comes up, just... Just take a sip of tea or a sip of coffee. coffee. yeah. Okay? And let us know in the comments how many times we say it. Oh, my God. Please do. Because we want to try to break it. <laughs> yeah, we just want we just want to have that kind of fun here. Yeah. But, I mean... Ah, man. Now I'm thinking about it again. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if... I would use my one remake on the Titanic anymore. Why's that? Well, obviously I want to remake it because Rose. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right, yeah. I mean, there was in, enough room in the door. Da, in, da, da, da. Yeah. But like, I think there's like a lot of good opportunities to do new ones. Like, um, in my personal opinion, who I would like to not remake per se, but put new technology towards the old um, Star Trek Wrath of Khan movie. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like one of the all-time greatest. Like Mm -hmm. everybody knows, I'm pretty sure, even if you've never seen the movie, everybody knows the screen con. Yeah. 
the the yeah. long stream of con by William Shatner. Yeah. There. So like everybody kind of knows that yeah. one, but to, like I just I'm just imagining now like with the vis effects we have now. Oh, definitely like, look amazing. If you would trade it out for what we had back then, dude. It would look like, fantastic. It, it would look so cool. Like just off a cool spectrum, like you don't have to be a Star Trek or anything, but to have those visual effects mm -hmm. on that would be so gnarly. So cool. Like it'd be really cool. I think actually on that topic, I think if you go along the lines of like, let's just say I wanted to redo like Back to the Future with like more <laughs> modern yes. like visual effects, Absolutely. I would love it. It would be so cool. Yeah. Aren't they? I thought they were gonna make a new one. Like I read into it, like they were gonna make a new one, but I think it got put on hold. That would be amazing to see a because like the original character who played Marty McFly showed up in like a oh, wow. trailer that they released, and I was like, are they gonna do it or not? Yeah. Um, like that's a movie that we'd like to see. That would be an amazing movie, actually. On the on the note of like bringing up like a pop pop uh, was a potential next movie for yeah. Back to the Future. Uh, my friend showed me a video of like this deep fake. So oh, it's boy. Marty McFly oh, no. with a deep fake of a uh, what is it? Um, who plays the Amazing Spider? Not the Amazing Spider-Man. Who plays Spider-Man? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Tom Holland and uh, as Doc Brown as. Was it Robert Downey Jr.? Oh no, dude! It looks it it looks so great, but it was so funny because was it Tom Holland looks almost exactly like Michael J. Fox as a kid. That's a little crazy. Dude, it, I would recommend. Okay, it, for all you listeners out there, please go watch that video. It is the weirdest <laughs> video you'll 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 look at for in the longest time, but it's worth watching. It's so weird. Yeah. Seems like it's definitely worth watching. Oh, definitely. Sure. I recommend it. I do. For sure, but definitely doesn't uh, encourage nightmares. No, no, no. <laughs> definitely no, not. But no nightmares. Yeah, but I think um, I think that's enough. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I think we covered a good amount. I think today. we got enough today. Um, a few things coming up for next week. Um, we yep. will be taking the weekend off. Yeah. We like to have the weekend to work on our final projects and stuff. Um, definitely. We'll definitely be back at it on Tuesday. Yep. Um, I'm actually bringing in two guests on Tuesday. Okay. I know for sure we'll be coming. Uh, will they be in class or out of class? Uh, they'll be out of class. So okay. they'll be coming right after this class is over for us. All right, cool. Are they in the building um, or are they? They are not. So they might take them a little while to get here. All right, cool. But their names are um, Tori and Ted. They're okay. They're both part of that Doc Mason squad I was telling you guys about. Nice. They said that they'd be willing to come on. And I'm like, well, we're just filling guests right now anyways until yeah. we do the drawing stuff, which again, Vinay, congrats. Yep. You get to come on as soon as spring breaks over. <laughs> if you're willing not a long time from now please yeah, please come yeah like we might need some help you know please come on but um they're definitely said they would love to come on and i think ted was an architecture major okay so cool. that'd be a nice thing to get on there and it would also i believe tori is a interior design major who okay. actually takes horner's class on mondays and wednesdays oh, okay that's cool so she can have another insight on professor horner for you guys uh cool for we'll, sure we'll have the monday perspective Oh yeah, the Monday, Monday, Wednesday. Yeah, I heard that his, his class for Mondays is like on the top floor. Oh yeah, and his like his and, actual like, room. Yeah, like his actual classes are on the top floor, and we're just down here on the second floor. Definitely, I liked his new room. I wish we were up there. Yeah, that fourth floor. I'm afraid of heights, so I don't. Same. I don't like it that much. Yeah, because like it's a glass building. You look over the wall, and it's just like, whoa! Yeah, wow, you can you can you fall. Can, like literally see all the way down. Yeah, it's a little creepy, but. Yeah. I mean, I think that's gonna do it, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm Jack, aka Earl Grey. I'm Riley, aka Espresso, and we'll see you next time on the Just the Tea, the Tea Podcast. Podcast. We'll take get care. better at that. Well, eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Take care, guys. Take care, guys.